yeah Come and find you in the compass with a jersey girl She just tryna help you find a little peace in the world Transparency in everything she wrote And that's why she hopes you enjoy the show Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm super, super excited today because I've been looking forward to this conversation since I first reached out. And um, when she accepted it, I was like, this is going to be the coolest talk. I'm joined <laughs> here with Laura. How are you doing today? I'm Laura? good. How are you? I am good. Um, so happy you, you agreed to sit down with us because um, there are so many aspects of what you dealt with, what you're going through, where you are, that I deal with every single day um, with clients and friends and people that I know. Mm -hmm. And I thought that your story would really connect with um, a lot of my audience and a lot of people that I um, encounter. So before we dive into everything, I'd like for you to just briefly introduce yourself and uh, tell people a little bit about um, some of the things that you do. Um, so my name's Laura. Uh, I have a I started off with a travel blog in 2008. It's called Traveling Jersey Girl. Um, I wanted to travel the world as a full-time gig, but it wound up not working out. But I just love to write and travel. And then, you know, I experienced like a traumatic event with like a family member and then like anxiety hit. Okay. And then it kind of sideswiped me a little bit. And then just, you know, maneuvering through how do I keep this blog going? How do I travel when I'm so anxious and stuff like that? I'm just growing with my blog as I got older. So, and then throughout the years, I wanted to write a book on my all my experiences. And I feel that a lot of people would resonate with it. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. So now it's like, it's cool that I've been able to take so many years worth of stuff into one little book, so. Well, so what what year did you start the, the travel blog? I started that back in 2008. Okay, so this has been- A long time. A long time <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. So the event I read, I bought the book. Mm -hmm. I didn't mention this to our um, audience. I have a copy of the book or on the way. And I wanna, mm -hmm. I wanna give my book to someone because I read, I think yesterday that um, you're doing a signed autograph if you purchase mm -hmm. it from your website. Mm -hmm. So I need a signed autograph copy. Yeah. <laughs> my copy away. I'm going to buy one more copy. So if you're listening to this, um, this conversation before it's over at the end, we're going to pick a couple people to send books to. Um, yeah. So with that being said, this has been a long kind of journey. I read the, I want to say opening remarks and mm -hmm. talked about, um, uh, traveling and you talked about something that basically shifted your traje trajectory from mm -hmm. doing what you planned. Mm -hmm. Do you mind elaborating on that a little bit? Because I think those type of challenges and adversity is what, you know, people really resonate with. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a brother that struggles with addiction. So, you know, I got, I had a moment where I witnessed him ODing. So between that created a wave of anxiety, trauma, PTSD that lasted me for years, years. It still does to a degree because, you know, he's still struggling, but he's 
a lot better than he was. But um, yeah, that completely changed my whole world. So you were able you were able to basically take all the things that you were dealing with, and and so is the book essentially a journey of the process of getting through that and then also still um, attempting to travel the world a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's more or less like, I just want people to know that you can really go through shit, especially something traumatic like that, and still come out on top. Like, you don't have to let that take you down, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people like, will say they've gone through something and it becomes a story for them, where it becomes like, they almost self-identify with that trauma, which, kind of holds them back and I refuse to let that hold me back. It held me back a little bit, but granted it was traumatic. So I had to go through that process, but I'm not going to let that stop me. You right. know what I mean? Right. So then when did your, um, when did you start kind of consuming um, Gary V's content and what kind of moved you to that, that day where you, you ended up having that conversation? So I only started, I, don't know, I think I only started watching and getting in touch with Gary V like only a few years ago, like three, four years ago. And um, I just fell in love with his stuff because he's so Jersey that it resonated with me and how he speaks. So it was like, I was like, he just sounds like some kid in my high school. <laughs> like, so I really appreciate his like bluntness. Cause you know, I need that. Like, there's times where I need you to sugarcoat some things and be like, it's okay. And the comforting, but then I'm like, no, I need like you to yell at me and be like, no, get off your fucking ass and do it. Right. So I need like the, the both you sides it. of it. So, um, I just kept, I feel like I was harassing him. I'm not even joking. I would text him all the time, tweet him, share his stuff. And I just kept texting him all. He's answered me once before okay. where I had a business question. Cause I got fucked from like, a business deal that I made with like an order and he I was like Gary you need to fucking answer me I was like I don't know what to do and he you know I was and shocked you didn't you don't you didn't know him necessarily you were just messaging him like another person that's online right or yeah yeah I didn't expect an answer either oh, I was okay. just like yeah I was just like because you know he has his like texting group thing right. that he has right so i was like let me just try and then he answered and he and i was like holy shit but i made it a goal for myself that i was like i'm gonna get on his show i don't know how long it's gonna take but i like i have to get on because i to me i always was like i just need that one conversation and yeah. i feel like it'll catapult me which right. it has right right and i and i got I'm, i want to definitely get to that i'm just i really want to just create context for it and so yeah. So your pro like writing a book isn't easy, first of all. No. So, mm -hmm. you know, for you to even complete the project, and this is pre-Gary, this is pre-conversation, you yeah. have mm -hmm. this version of your book available on Amazon. How long mm -hmm. has it been out? Um, so prior to Gary V, my book has only been out for a year. Okay. So, but it took me four and a half years to write it and finish it all. And, and what was that like, process like? Not just not just writing the book, but just the process of getting it printed, finding someone to publish it, getting it on Amazon, like all of those stuff. It was a fucking pain in the ass. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it's a lot of work. Like yeah. you know, I have people messaging me, being like, "How do I write? How do I do this?" And I'm like, "Listen, 
you want to write a fucking book, like just get your pen to paper or type it out, whatever you do, like get it done. Number one, cause that's the hardest part. Worry about like the publishing and like the editing, all that shit. Wait till the end for that. Like right. I didn't even worry about that stuff. My goal was like, let me just get this done. But I wanted to do traditional publishing, but it was like, you know, there's such a process to it and it's like, you got to send it out and then you have to like wait months and months to get a response. And I was like, I don't have time for that shit. Right. And then I was like, wait, I can do this on Amazon for free. Why the fuck wouldn't I do that? Right. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it's a lot of work, but um, I figured it out. It was like, I would spend hours trying to like, yeah. I hate I like because Amazon has like very specific like formatting and like templates. Right. So like to try to I get that done their process for clothing. So I'm familiar. It's so with oh my God. I was like ready to rip my hair out because <laughs> I was like, I can't get this. Like it was like such like little inches of like, yeah. And it was just nuts, but I'm glad I did it. Well, you got it done. So what I've, I mean, just in this, what, uh, eight minutes of, yeah. of talking, I see you are very persistent. Yeah. Like you, you are very mm -hmm. determined. And if you get your mind set to something, you you make it happen. Yeah. So um for those of you that are watching, if you have questions questions for Laura, make sure you drop them in the comments. I can see all your comments here. Um, we will save some a couple minutes before we get finished for you to um chime into the conversation. Mm -hmm. um, so on the on the morning of you finally connecting, was that kind of like planned out did you know if he he would answer or what you would say if he did answer or was that um just spur of the moment spontaneous um situation well i was supposed to be on the following day like the day before but i got like booted off because like the time constraint so to me i thought i lost my shot and i was like there's no fucking way i got like signed up to go and i'm like i just missed my shot so i was like i'm gonna respond back to them like right. I was like, so can I go on tomorrow since I didn't get to go on today? So they were like, absolutely. Like who, like if it takes us a week to get you on, you'll get on. Right. So, um, yeah. So I, I did know the day before okay. that I was going to get on, but. So you had a little, you had a little time to get your, get your mind right. That was like, but yeah, but that was almost like worse for me. Cause I was like, <laughs> oh, like just sitting there with it. I was like, oh, right. Jesus Christ. But, right. um. No, but it was very cool. I really didn't know what we were going to discuss at all. Okay. So that was completely like, you but know, that was your first, it. Your first interaction where you, uh, you got to get feedback on whatever his thoughts were. So wait, I didn't catch the first part. I said, so that was the first time you got to get his feedback on, yeah. on your, on your journey and your yeah. things that you were, you were doing. Let's, yeah. let's actually, let's go ahead and, 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 uh, check that conversation out. I'll fast forward through some of the parts, but um, I just would like people to at least see a little bit of what happened, how that went, and then we can kind of talk about a little bit more um, after we watch it here. You can do this. I'm uncomfortable as fuck, but okay. I like that because the most uncomfortable as fuck shit usually mm. leads to the best shit. I more or less want to be a writer. I wrote a book last year. I kind of did everything self-published. I want this to, to really be my career. And I get stuck at like, 
oh, I've been doing this for 12 years. Da, da, da. Like, is this something like I should keep going with? Or is it like 12 years is a real at bat? Like, I'm proud yeah. of you. Yeah. Like, you persevered and hung in. How much free content are you putting out on the internet with you in video form talking about those subject matters? I actually hate video. <laughs> Why? I, I'm just not a video person. Like you're, you're a video person right now. You're doing extremely well. I know, but I hate it. Why? <laughs> Are you self-conscious about your looks? No, it's not that. I just you, don't feel like I have like the personality for you're it. You're wrong. I really don't. You're wrong. Yeah. You've decided that for yourself subjectively. Yeah. I guess it's uncomfortable for me to kind of like talk to myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what you could do is actually start a Zoom or uh, you could go live where there's other people. And that makes me feel more comfortable. Like I've done this a ton and yeah. recognize when people are wildly uncomfortable with video. Yeah. You've arbitrarily from an insecure place or mm -hmm. a subjective place or an ideological place or just a random thought place have decided that. Yeah. But didn't you say too, though, because I've like followed you for so many years and I'm like huge on your content. Like if that's not your strong suit. Should you not? Right. But I've got a problem with that. You've given writing 12 years. You've given video zero fucking days. Yeah. I don't know if it's your strong suit. And guess who else doesn't know? You. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. Well, good. Because that's some real shit. Like, yeah. that was a good, that's a fun moment. You yeah. might be right. I'm just intuitive about this and feel like you could definitely talk to the video camera. So my other quick question, though, is because I have this second book and it's for like anxiety for teens because I just, you know, a lot of kids are you struggling. Need, you need to make three videos a day on TikTok about anxiety for teens for four yeah. months. And then when you put the book out, it'll fucking sell like crazy. This is why we're yeah. doing this. Yeah. Like once you get going, like yeah. someone, I talked to somebody the other day and she's a little bit more of a comfortable content creator. Mm -hmm. It literally took her four hours. She DM me. She's like, you fucking changed the game for me already. I'm killing it. Like voice impressions, different things. There's so yeah. much cool shit going on there. Yeah. I, I think you can find your spot. I'm telling you. All right. Are you going to do it or are you like bullshit? No, no, no. I will. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I am very uncomfortable about trying to do it, but I'm going to play with it and see and just I mean, I have nothing to lose at this point. Nothing to lose. What's going to happen? You're like fucking, you're like best friend from college. You're going to be like, oh, you fucking suck at TikTok. Oh, I can give two bucks. I can so talk about that. But. So listen, then that, that's what I believe. Like I'm systematically going through the cliche reasons one doesn't. Yeah. I almost feel like it leads to the best shit. Yeah. By the way, they need to hear you. You, you, you can help them. Do you understand that if you get serious about TikTok, you're going to save a child's life. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, it's... Well, you're not saving shit with 65 bullshit books sold on fucking Amazon. Well, yeah. You, are you looking at me? Do you understand right now? Yeah. So here's what's really going to happen. Listen to me. You mm -hmm. go on TikTok, you go fucking ham. Mm -hmm. You're going to build a real fucking audience. I promise you. I can feel it with my whole fucking soul. Mm -hmm. Those, A, you're going to save kids' lives in that content. B, a bunch of them are going to buy books, which is going to make you happy because you've been wanting to be a fucking writer for your whole life. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a fucking self-fulfilling prophecy of fucking good versus you decided you don't do it and nothing fucking happens. Right. So let's fucking get serious here, Laura. Okay. TikTok to the fucking face. Okay. I mean, I don't even know what the hell I would say, but... I'm going to tell you what to do right now. Okay. You're going to go and... Right now, literally hang up and watch, watch. Okay, my way of talking about that through the lens. Changing. Okay. And then she took action. 
I'm legit cringing as I make this, but uh, thank you for everyone for your uh, support. It's overwhelming. Um, I promise to make videos, no idea what they'll be. Um, you guys are awesome and I can, I thank Gary V for giving me that opportunity to, uh, to just push me to keep going and do stuff that's uncomfortable and vulnerable and that's all what I'm about. And um, I'm just here to let people know that uncomfortable shit can be done. Cause I'm doing this right now and I'm cringing, but, and uh, you know, shit's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, I don't know. We'll see where this fucking goes. So that that like to me that was by far, and I'm not even just saying this. Mm -hmm. but I've watched Gary V for I would say probably since 2014. Wow. Or, or 15, and that was probably the best interview I think I've ever seen. Just in terms of his 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 information for you was mm -hmm. like obviously it was phenomenal, but I just felt like. He he listened and he he figured like he connected with you on a different level and then mm -hmm. your response to him in that video after was like yeah felt like you were it was it was on from that yeah. point over from that point on like you were about to make it happen so what I would like to do is what immediately following that like what happened next so actually I just thought of it while we were watching that like today is like one month of that since I was on with Gary Vee. Um, but my phone like was blowing the fuck up for days. Like I just didn't, you know, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if it's just like, I don't, I don't know if it's a humbleness that I have or I, I something. I didn't expect right. that many people to resonate with it. I really didn't. So it was very cool and very humbling to watch how many people loved it. And like, even Gary V's team would reach out, was reaching out to me and saying how much they loved it. And I killed it. So it was just very, very surreal. But for the girl that don't want to be on video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, it, my following has increased it. I mean, it's like, like nine times what I used to have and yeah. it's not even doubled anymore. So it's, it's crazy how much it's blown up. So it's, it's just very cool to connect with other people. And you know, it's like kind of like a cool part is like, I've been doing this for so long. So it's now like Gary V kind of just like catapulted me to be on the map, so to speak. Right. And I'm like, now people are seeing my content after all these years. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ, it took such a long time. Yeah. But it's it was just it was just that it literally was just that kick in the ass that I needed. Right. Yeah, and I, and I think like you you may look at it like it was just that moment, but I feel like when someone has been going as hard as you've been going for so yeah. long, it's really like that's how you're rewarded like that's how yeah. it's supposed to go like those opportunities present themselves mm -hmm. when you've been putting in the amount of work and the amount of dedication and perseverance and i feel like you leading with the question of 
you know, I've been doing this for so long and it's not gaining traction and I'm mm-hmm. going back and forth on whether I should continue finding, mm-hmm. you know, so it just was like, you know, I think that was what to me from watching him and like kind of watching his reaction. Cause a lot of, a lot of his reactions are knee jerk. Mm-hmm. Like, like their responses where he says the same thing to, you know, to everybody who asks the same type of questions. But right. The difference with you was that, like it was specific to what you needed to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was just very cool that he even kept me on as long as he did too. Cause I was like, this is just a moment you'll never get, right. you know, or I don't know, but I do believe in some, you know, I know he says serendipity or synchronicity, whatever. I just believe that when, because I am such a determined person and I don't know if there's just like that little stubbornness in me where I'm just like, no, I'm not giving up on it. Right. And I'm going to keep trying, you know. So so um, obviously, like I looked at your that day when the conversation happened, because I, I seen it on. Um, I, well, I don't know when it happened, but I seen it on Team Gary V. Like I seen it mm-hmm. before it went to his. Oh, episode. I see. Yeah, I'm, I follow them, too. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I post content there and then like some of the content make the cut, some of the content don't make the cut. Yeah. But, uh, when I seen it there and I went and checked your following, it was like maybe 3,000 or 4,000. Mm-hmm. And then now it's at like 16,000. Yeah, it's insane. Like yeah. So what's the mindset shift like? Like you go from no, you know, not much activity in say your inbox and not many people, you know, leaving comments and things like that. Do you feel a sense of responsibility to go in and respond to like every single person I I did at first and, you know, and I think, you know, I actually used to work in mental health too for a short period of time. So that sense of responsibility, I'm very used to because, you know, I used to work with very severe mentally ill people. So, and I would have their lives in my hands. It's a lot, you know, so I understand that world. So I know how to like carp, you know, like to kind of like create a boundary there where it's like, Yes, I can help you. Yes, I can give you advice, but also it's not my responsibility. Yeah. Also, so, so it's not it's up to their problems. Yeah, so it's not like, and you know, some people take it as a diss, and I'm like, it's not a diss at all. I'm like, to me, and I've I've had conversations with people. I'm like, that's your own ego talking. That's your own. That's your own shit. Like taking it personal from me. Right. Like I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not anything. I'm just telling my own story from my own experience and on top of it some of the stuff that i've studied in school and my own professional experience for a brief time so it's just a mixture of all those right you know and 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 i think you you're speaking to so many people that just basically don't know how to deal with that like they don't understand it from that perspective yeah. So when you when you say I you know I can't respond or you don't respond or all those different replies or whatever, it's very easy to understand that side um, because they just don't know. Like it's yeah. just information. Yeah, but and it's not coming from like a place where I'm being a dick about it. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's like I have to look out for myself too. Right. So it's like you know the first few days of like my DMs and my comments, it was overwhelming for me because yeah. I was like between between like the praise and like i love all the stuff you're doing to like people were sending me really heavy shit 
like, and I, like, I'm such an, uh, like a very emotional, sensitive person. Like I feel that shit. Right. Like, like I put myself in your shoes. Right. So it's like, that's overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I don't like, I want to help everyone, but I'm like, I'm not fucking God. Like I can't do it all. I'm only one person. It's not like I have a, a Gary V team, right? you right. know? So right. I do the best I can. And I do reach out mostly to a lot of people, but I am, you know, I got I do the best I can. Right. So, so you mentioned, um, I think in a recent post, you mentioned about, um, something like you're wondering whether or not, you know, the book will do well enough for you to not have to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Or you should, um, you know, go back to, I think you are a bartender or something like that. No, I'm just, no, just, um, just thinking about whether I should go back into the workforce yeah. or not. So, but, so, where, so where are you with that? Are you going all in on, on um, stuff for people dealing with anxiety and the, the book process or? Yeah. I mean, I like every job I've been at, because even when I was in the middle of like creating this, the first book, like I knew I had to work still because I was like, listen, I, I need to fund this to get it done so but now that like but it's always kind of been in my head like i was like i'm gonna like the last job i was at but i would have stayed but it was you know corona happened so um i was like i'm gonna leave this next job because my book took off like that was in my head i was like so i'm gonna just like you know grind and hustle and just try to be as like financial conscious as I can. So all the money that I can save can go towards that. Right. So it's just, there's just such a, like a tug and pull, like a thing with me. And it always has like, of like, I want this to work so much, but it's like, I don't want to work for someone else anymore. I'm over it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Now you're in the process of writing your next book currently, right? Yeah, it's done. It's, it's written, but (laughs) it's being edited. Now, is that a follow-up to what you just released? No, this one's completely different. Okay. So, so this one is a little bit more like fiction, so it's di- it's a different writing. So my first one was more about me. It's more like a memoir type thing. Mm-hmm. So this one is about anxiety for teens because I feel like they need coping skills. Right. And I feel like a lot of people do. And, you know... This, you know, nobody anticipated this whole global pandemic thing to pop off. So I feel like more so now, I feel like kids need something because everybody, are, yeah, yeah, everybody will need something after COVID 19. Yeah, for sure. So I just wanted to do something that was like, um, that they can resonate with where it wasn't so much like, cause I've seen articles out there, even for like adults, like when you're like how to get rid of anxiety and it's like, here are a list of like 10 things. It's like, Oh, sit and meditate for 10 minutes. And I'm like, there's people out there who can't do that. Right. And that's okay. Like there's so many different types of meditation too, which I don't think people realize. Like there's working meditations. There's walking meditations. Like there's so many different types of like meditation where you can utilize that same like theory, I guess, and still get the benefits of it. 
So I wanted this book to kind of be something that they can resonate with. It's not super clinical, but still get the same message. Got it. So it's advice for, for TikTok. And um, I don't know if you know, I run a social media agency. So mm -hmm. TikTok has been um, a big topic um, around our office, just trying to understand how we can use it for brand building and how um, we can get people to realize how powerful it can be. And yeah. uh, his advice to you was to get on TikTok and yeah. do your thing. How has that been for you? It's it's cool. I mean, I did spend some time playing with it. Um, I have I started from nothing. So, but now I have two thousand followers from it. It's, um, you know, it's the same thing as like because you know I had Twitter for such a long time too, and I never used it because I was like I hate Twitter. But then I was like bored one day, and I was like, no, let me figure out how to actually really use Twitter. Mm -hmm. So then I like researched these hashtags and stuff like that. So I wound up and and I wound up like gaining a following too from Twitter just from researching it so it's like for me mine's different I'm not sitting here making dance videos right right so mine's mine's very like specific so I I'm looking at anxiety hashtags I'm looking at mental health hashtags and looking at those videos right. and looking at kids making videos about anxiety and what's and just even just just for my own research, like how they're seeing it, yeah, or how, what they're going through. Yeah, you're you're also. going deep. You're going deeper. You don't care about TikTok. You're going deeper into the specific mm -hmm. that you're. That yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, because I see like a lot of kids like just like I was telling my husband the other day. I was like, "There's so many kids on here that like they're talking about their anxiety or whatever they're afraid of, and you know, or." They're socially, I'm like, they're so, I was like, I wish I could just tell them, like, this is so normal. Yeah. Like, this is just like, not to dismiss yeah, it. It feels like the end of the world. Yeah, it does at that age. It totally does. Yeah. And this is not to dismiss like, oh, hey, it's just growing pains. Just get over it. Like, no, it sucks at that, that age. It really does. And like, as, as we get older, we forget. Right. Like how catastrophic that feels. Yeah, those are, are traumatic. I've had, um. It's interesting. I've been talking to, I've done, this is uh, conversation number 40 for me. Um, and these all started since the pandemic happened. So Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So like, it's been just about every day, like maybe a, a few days that we've missed where we've had conversation. It's all like, people would create great stories. People mm -hmm. would achieve some success. Mm -hmm. And I'll say 60 or 70% of those conversations mm -hmm. end up be in conversations around anxiety or we yep. spend a brief moment talking about it because it is such a big deal and mm -hmm. the most successful people have dealt with anxiety at some point um and i think a lot of people don't realize that like anxiety and traumatic experiences happen to everybody yeah like, all deal with it mm -hmm. because we, we all process it a little bit different yeah yeah and i think it's also a thing to realize that as humans we need the anxiety like it's like it was a tool like it was a survival tool right. so like for those who have it a bit more it's like you're a little bit in overdrive so it's trying to learn how to get back down to like a balanced level of it where you're kind of grounded a bit more but you know i've had moments where it's like you know i've gone through crazy moments with anxiety and stress but i see it as a tool now like I see it as a gift. 
like it sucks to go through that shit in the moment. It still happens to me where I'm like, fuck, or, or like, you know, like, like last year was really stressful or no, two years ago was really stressful for me because I was leaving my mental health career. That was like a really bad time for me. And I remember being in the moment with the tools that I have now that it was like how crazy and anxiety filled I felt was a 10, but I was so self-aware of it that I was like, holy shit. Like, and I had to remind myself like, this is temporary. This is temporary. Like I almost was like, I, I really lost a piece of myself two years ago. Cause I was like, fuck, am I going backwards? Right. Like it felt like I was going backwards. I was like, I have all these tools. I shouldn't be going through this. Right. Like I, I should know what to do. You know, so you're, you're beating yourself up because you wasn't feeling like you were dealing with it the way you should be. No, but then I also wasn't listening to myself. So I was pushing through because it was like people were in my ear being like, it's a good job. You have health benefits. You got this. You got that. Why are you leaving? It's crazy that you want to just be a writer and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, so I, I held out. And it was the worst decision I sh ever did was to hold out when my body was literally screaming at me. Okay. And then I said, I, I got to a point where I was like, can't do it anymore. I can't. I was like, it's my health and over, over a job. Who gives right. a shit? Right. Like I had to, I had to choose me, you know? Okay. So, so basically you were staying in a situation that you didn't want to be in because of what everybody else thought you should be doing instead of listening yeah. to yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I, and after that, like, you know, it's so funny. I had a moment when I got home one, like after, cause I actually quit. So I, then I, like, I remember looking at myself in the mirror. I was a mess. I was crying. And I actually said out loud to myself, I was like, I'm never doing that to you ever again. I refused to put my mind, body and soul through that again so it almost created like an inner fire or like like a like an anger where i refuse to ever feel that again right. and i so and i to me things have catapulted since then because then like two i think it was like a few days after i quit my boyfriend proposed literally three days after then like you know my book was then my book was starting to be finished and then like it came out in the summer of 2019. So like things just catapulted. And to me, that was just a sign that I was like, okay, I made the right choice. Do, like, do you find that, do you find that in the conversations you have with people that's inquiring with you and that you actually engage in that that's normally a, the, like the situation where they're, they're not listening to their bodies or they're yep. in a scenario that yeah. they don't know how to get out of and it's yeah. creating all this anxiety. Yeah, I mean, I can almost tell just based on like the short paragraph that people are telling me about anything. I'm like, you're not listening to yourself. You're not. You're listening to your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mother, your father. You're listening to that. Yeah. Or just your own, or like your own shit that you've made up in your own head where it's like, I need to do XYZ by this certain age or I shouldn't be doing this. Or it's like these like societal norm fucking things that people like get so hung up on like I was never one to follow the rules so yeah. I don't I don't really believe that we have to do things so like you know methodical type thing like it's not it's not my thing right no that 
that makes it makes like so much sense. Um, everything that you're saying. So moving forward, like like what's what's next for you, and um, like how do you how do you envision like everything playing out, especially after COVID nineteen, and you can really get out and you can really start. Um, making some things happen. Are you doing speaking engagements or two book tours or anything like that? Uh, nothing. I mean, I I don't really know what is going to come. I mean, I'm kind of taking whatever is going to come in my way and to, yeah. And then um, I don't think anybody really knows what's going to happen after Corona and what's going to happen with the market and economically what's going to happen with our country and the world really but I don't get so hung up on it like I'm not like I'm not sitting here thinking it's the end of the world to me this is an opportunity to like this is your opportunity to hit the ground running like like before Gary V I was like I this is how I got the idea to text him that day because the day before I was having a conversation with my sister and I was like this is the fucking time this is the time you want to start a business. This is the fucking time. I was like, everyone is home. Yeah. I was like, market. This is marketing gold. Right. Like everybody's home, and like, at, and you know, I'm like, people are bored as fuck. Like you have like grandmas doing TikToks, like because they got nothing to do. Right. So it's like this is this is a golden opportunity. So and it, it is perspective. You got to see it like that. I love it. Um. What what tools for somebody that may have been in your shoes um, and they're lost? Is there any like kind of standard tools you feel a person can use to help them with anxiety, like in those moments? I think I think for me, when even when I think back to moments where like you know, to me, I feel like like that old anxiety feeling that I used to have, like when it was bad would come up, come up again. To me, it's to remind myself that this is temporary and to remind myself that this is a message that even if I can't see it, that this is telling me something and I'm fighting it. And that is why it is strong as fuck. And this is why it's, it keeps happening because I'm not listening to something. And I think that's when you have to like remove the layers and like get down to zero and like start doing little things here and there that like make you feel good, take a walk, do something creative or whatever, whatever it is to figure out truly what it is that you want. And most of the time it's very fucking simple. It's never really that complex. Right. We just make it complex. That's real. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're just joining, we uh we got a, we got Laura here for probably about another fifteen minutes or so. So if you have any comments or questions or anything you want to say, make sure you drop them in here. Um, see a lot of you guys tuning in, Daryl, Fernando, Christy. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for watching and supporting um uh, my conversations. Um, let's let's switch gears a little bit and uh, mm-hmm. because you know I I do um a lot of client work and a, client, a lot of client services. I like to add value and some practical things for um, people like yourself who are building what we call personal brands and uh, you know you have a product and you need to get it out there mm-hmm. some of the things that you're doing I mean outside of obviously the Gary V um, the Gary V conversation what are some of the things you're doing to market uh, your book 
Um, so I've started, you know, I've started doing the TikToks. I've done, um, I've started reading little snippets of chapters in my book, like little, maybe like a page or so. Um, so I've been doing that. A lot of people have liked that. Um, now I'm getting a lot of people who are saying you need to do an audio book. Um, so, so you, you don't have an audio version of it. No, I didn't even no, but, um, I did have to get over, you know, with video, like, cause I know a lot of people don't like to hear the sound of their voice and it took me a while, but now I don't care anymore. But it's, it's kind of cool that people are like, you have such a calm, like soothing voice. Like you should do audio or whatever. So, yeah. um, that's just another good idea that I can look into. But, um, and I think just thinking of old, like just thinking of tools that I've had to use through my, like, through like eight, literally 18 till now. Right. And tell people like it, cause you know what it is? I want people to know these things because if I had known what I know now back when I was 18 or in my early twenties, I'd be chilling. Right. I mean, granted, I know I don't regret any of it. And it's like, I had to go through that, you know, to be who I am today. But I just think whether it's adults or kids, is people need tools. Right. So, and I know a lot of people don't, you know, and I know therapy is slowly becoming like a cool thing, but there's still a lot of people that, you know, whether it's culturally that that's not okay. Like that's not talked about. That's not a thing. We like, we don't do that. So it's like, if you can watch a video or read something that I wrote where it's like, Hey, this is like a little tool that you can do like in your room or something. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And it's free. I don't care. No, <laughs> I want No. Absolutely. Um what is it like What is it like having um or now being able to listen to your like you're getting so much feedback and you're getting mm -hmm. comments and things like that. Mhm. Mm now you can actually use that as a gauge to figure out what you're going to do next. Like, you know, mm -hmm. your, your comment or your phrasing is like, a lot of people are telling me this. A lot of people are saying they would like to see this. Like that must be incredible because before it's like, you're kind of guessing mm -hmm. how you have real um, life feedback for kind of like how you should play your next moves or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I kind of struggled with that too, because I'm all, I, I didn't want to get swept up in it so much where it was like, I lost myself Right. where I put, all my eggs in the basket of listening to everyone's suggestions where it's like, I'm not doing me. Right. So it's, it's, it's a balance too, but yeah, no, it's given me a lot of feedback of, you know, how to do videos, you know, um, content that I should do things that people want to right. hear, you know? So it's, it's, it's like, it's amazing. It's like free. I don't know. It's like free feedback. Yeah, I know. So it's cool. I know Gary. Gary is really big on making sure, like, you read, you know, the comments and and listen mm -hmm. to your, listen to your your audience. Um, mm -hmm. in a nutshell. But then he's also big on don't let the comments affect you positively or negatively. Like, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's like you're juggling. Yeah, but there's a balance to it because I do understand that a lot because it's like you have to still be you at the end of the day. You can still, like I do read every single comment, whether I am able to respond to you or not, I do read them all. 
Right. So I hear negative and positive things, but you know, after I think just because I'm so solid in who I am that it doesn't bother me as much. I mean, it still stings. Like when somebody says some fucked up shit to you, you're just like, Jesus Christ, like where did that come from? Right, right. But um, like I'm still human, but I'm like, all right, well, they must have a worse off life than me. They must be struggling through something. Cause I'm like, you're coming at me like that all sideways. Right. And I didn't do shit to you. Like, I, I feel sorry for you. Right. And then I think like a lot of people will, at least people I talk to, like they'll say, you know, Gary V says that, but he's Gary V. Like, you know, like that's his superpower to some degree. And then I was like, you know what? Here's this example of like you who your mm-hmm. your process and it's similar. But then mm-hmm. I had to throw that out the window because I'm like, maybe it's a Jersey thing. Like you guys are both Jersey. <laughs> yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe that's a Jersey quality that the rest of the world um you know don't necessarily uh, have. <laughs> it, it might be because my family is very similar. Yeah. Like we just don't. It's like it. It's a very fine balance of like we we're, we very much care and there's a lot of compassion and love, but on the other fucking side, we don't give a fuck. Right. right. It's it's very like it's such a balance, and sometimes you go too far either way, but you know you always gotta balance it out but you know I was kind of raised like that too so like that's why I felt how Gary V is because I'm like I get it yeah yeah I'm gonna have to interview a few more uh people from Jersey to find out (laughs) yeah a a Jersey thing but I think I mean I like I feel I feel everything that you're saying because I do feel like I am that way to some Mm -hmm. degree and I feel I feel like it's a very especially in business especially Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship or building a personal brand like mm-hmm. you have to be compassionate and you have to care mm-hmm. but you in any way get too emotionally invested in any comment whether it's praise or whether it's um somebody taking shots that you are being negative mm-hmm. it, will derail, it will derail you completely mm-hmm. and so i think it's a it's a necessary characteristic that if you don't have it you have to develop it develop it for yeah. like, success yeah and i think a lot of that stems from um you know insecurity yes and 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 that is like if you want to do something like this where you're like you know striving to be like a gary v or you're out there you need to just expect that there's going to be haters out there right and that you're going to expect that people are going to tell you you're shit and you suck and like you look stupid or like you're ugly or whatever and just be like, okay, it sucks. But like, I'm also trying to like reiterate, like you can still feel the pain of it for a minute. Right. Like nobody wants to be told they suck. Right. Like nobody, but like, don't let that go past. Like, like, you know, I think I read something, I forget who said it, but it was like, have your five minutes with it. Like feel that feeling for five minutes. And then after five minutes, let it go. That's awesome. That's awesome stuff. Um, the best moment, just thinking about all of this, the best moment in that video to me was when he told you you've given you've given video zero days. <laughs> I know. know. So I mean, you are open. You're open to the constructive criticism, obviously. 
Mm-hmm. And facts are facts. Like he was, he hit the nail on the head. Like I, I can't deny that. <laughs> right. Like I'm not gonna be like, no, I have. Like no, he's right. Like right. that was when he said that. I was like, dang. Fuck. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I and, then, and then it probably resonated with me because there's this constant conversation that I have with. I mean, every vertical, like real estate, mm-hmm. automotive, like we deal in all these different verticals. And the fastest way to grow online presence is developing a personal brand right now. It could change in five years. But right now, the quickest way to get an audience and build a following is if you focus on your personal brand. And yeah. the best way to showcase your personality is through video. Like whether See, I, yeah, yeah, so, but like I convinced myself that, you know, and it stems from it stems from friends and family too. That because you know, I thought about it because like when Gary Vee was like, "What is it? Like, is it you, you know your looks or something? Like, what is it?" And I was trying to think about what it was. So because and I thought about it, so I was like, "This is what it is." And I created this story that I don't have a personality because people would tell me that like I'm not uppity enough or like I'm not cheerleadery enough. Mm. Like my energy is not like, or I've had people be like, you're like Daria, like the old nineties cartoon. And I'd be like, which was wildly successful though. I, yeah, but I liked her. I thought she was (laughs) fucking hilarious. Like I, I appreciated like, so I'm not this like super outgoing person. I can be in certain situations, but I'm not a very like, so then that's why I kind of created this whole scenario in my head where I was like, no, I can't do video. Got it. You know, Which but makes sense. yeah. So for 12 years, I believe that it created like, and you know, it's funny when he was like building brand, like it was like, like, like I was kind of dumbstruck. Cause I was like, I thought I was creating a brand. Like I was doing this for 12 years. What do you mean? <laughs> but I guess, you know, and I've had people years ago who I've, worked with were like you need to do video and i'm like nope 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 yeah it's not you mm-hmm. and then he kind of justified it probably a little bit in some of his messaging when he would speak about you know finding the thing that you're good at and you, yes you know, your patient yes. skill was writing so it was like i don't need to do video because i'm doing yeah I'm good so but at. that's but that's why i asked him that because i was like i did use that also to kind of be like see i'm not supposed to do it right and then that's when he and then when he said, Well, you didn't give video a shot. So how would you know? And I'm like, All right, fine. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, forced you to be uncomfortable, which you yeah. fully embraced. And um, like, you know, I'm I'm drawn to your story, like I said, just based on you accepting the adversity, embracing it, and then um mm-hmm. you know, obviously look what's happening. Like, you know, I'm sure. I'm one of several people reaching out to you to have conversations and, and sharing you with you know new audiences and people that can benefit from all the info that you have. And I didn't even know like you have this mental health background. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you understand it from both sides. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. So that's why it's like, you know, again, where it's it's like I totally feel for people. I really do. But it's like, like some people's messages where I'm like, listen, your mess, like I, I'll respond or I'm like, that's, I'm sorry you're going through that. But like, 
you need a therapist, man. Like, <laughs> like you really do. And I don't want to give like, because I know how the liability works and just like, I believe in like, because I used to work in mental health. So I understand the ethics of it. Right. So to me, it's like, it's not ethical for me to give you advice like that, like deep advice like that when I'm not a therapist and I don't know, I only, I'm only knowing like a little snippet, right. like, trust me from my work. I know there's layers to that shit. There's a history. So like, you know, I can give you little tidbits here and there and, but at the end of the day, it's like, I can guide you. But like I've told, I have, this is what I used to tell my old clients when I used to work in a hospital. I'd be like, listen, I'm just a guide. Like at some point you're going to have to deal with your shit without me. Right. And I'm like, I can't hold your hand through life. Like, I can be here for you. I can give you the tools, but if you don't use use those tools on your own, you're not going to figure this out. Right. So that you know, a lot of my clients used to love to hate me yeah. because I was very tough love with them. I was about to say, and you can you can definitely hear that and sense that in the uh, in the way you speak about it. Mm -hmm. For people that wanna, for people that want to, uh, people that want to grab your book, I want to drop the, uh, I want to put the handle. And the website and everything yeah. else. So what yeah. is for my book? Yeah, for people that want to go grab your book. Oh, so the auto, the autograph one or Amazon? Either either or whichever one you like to direct people to go and uh Yes. So website. so for, yeah, so for the for the autograph one you can go on my website. So that's www.travelingjerseygirl.com. Okay, and that's spelled the regular way, travel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Traveling Jersey Girl. And then for the, uh, you can go on, did I spell that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then for the, for, to just grab a copy of it, they can go on Amazon and just type it in. Yeah. So, but because of COVID, there's just issues with like mail and shipments and stuff. So a lot of shit's delayed. So like, I'm not, usually I do international orders, but because of COVID it's, they're shutting down countries. So it sucks. Right. So um, the best thing is if you don't want to wait, because I'm still waiting for my order to come in. So if you don't want to wait or you're international, I suggest just going for Amazon. Yeah. I, I ordered mine on Amazon, I want to say two days ago, and mm -hmm. um, it's supposed to be here on Tuesday of next week. Okay. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. It's not. It wasn't like a huge wait, but it's not like next day. Like, normal. yeah. I know. I'm like, I have Prime, and I'm like, there's yeah. no such thing as Prime anymore. You might as well not even pay for Prime. I know. It's just, yeah. It's not, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Um, mm -hmm. This conversation has been awesome. We don't necessarily have any questions, but there's been a ton of comments. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people taking notes and uh, mm -hmm. creating like the information that you're providing for us. Um, if you're listening right now and you are interested in a copy of this book, I need you to send me a text to... 444-313-444-8390. Um, we're going to put that in the comments. And then I'm also going to put it up on the screen so that people can see it. 313-444-8390. And um, put Traveling Jersey Girl. Send a message to that, that number. And uh, the first two people that do that, I'm going to order a copy of her book for you. Um, 
I'm excited to read the, the first few pages that Amazon allows you to read. So I didn't mm-hmm. too far, but it, it feels like it's going to be a really good book. And I'm um, excited to see the next book. Do you have a title for it yet? I do, but I can't say yet. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll definitely keep on the lookout. Yeah. Uh, your Instagram handle for people to follow you. Yeah. So it's Travel Jersey Girl, but it's J-E-R-Z. Jersey girl. Is that right? Yeah. But for, for my second book, I do have like a waiting list on my website that I have people to sign up for. So when my book is, cause it's starting June one, I have it set up with my editor to be edited. Okay. So I have a waiting list and I actually have like a form to fill out. Um, so you can get like first word when it's out. And then for those people who signed up on that waiting list, it's going to be autographed. Okay. And then for like your TikTok and your other platforms, is it the same thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Well, everybody, look, go follow Laura right now mm-hmm. um, on all her platforms. This conversation has been phenomenal. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, I'm sure it's going to help me be able to convince a lot of my clients mm-hmm. to try video. At least give it a yes. try if you haven't tried it at yeah. all. You'll 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 find out from people if you suck or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they won't hold back on that. Absolutely. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you again, and uh, I look forward to talking to you in the near future. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. So that was another incredible conversation. If you deal with anxiety, if you are scared to get on video. If you have any reservations and you're just afraid to be uncomfortable, um, I think Laura is a phenomenal example of somebody who uh, decided to give it a shot and she's obviously experiencing and reaping the benefits of doing that. So um, just do it, just try it, all right? Looking forward to tomorrow, um, another great conversation. Next week, a ton of great conversations. So make sure you um, tune in with us. And if there's anybody you wanna see me have a conversation with. I love for you to let me know. Shoot me a message, DM me, get in contact with me. Um, Love to talk to them. All right. These are conversations to keep you going. That was the Traveling Jersey Girl. Make sure you go follow her. All right. Send me those text messages. I want to get somebody a free book. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.